praises me. Some of It's time for the Hatted.com radio show. Hatted.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hatted.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on this 21st day of March uh, 2019. We're here with our co-host, Jay Basser, or John Stacy, or Bubba, whatever you want to call him. But anyway, uh, we're uh, today we have a, guest, a special guest speaker, Robert Watkins, uh, he had spent some time over in Vietnam, about three tours, three and a half, and uh, uh, he's here, we're going to do a little discussion about veterans and uh, uh, VA and the treatment he's, he's gotten from the VA medical facilities and and uh, just whatever. You know, if you have any questions or comment, feel free to call in. Our uh, number is 347-237-4819. Call in number once again is 347-237-4819. And uh, just hit number one when when the old gal gets to talking. Uh, Robert, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing pretty good, Mr. Cook, and thanks for having me on the show. Well, uh, it's our honor. Uh, I never started going to the VA till 2007. It was a long period of time where I never seeked any help from the VA, but I will say this about my experience with them since that time. It's I go to a small clinic outside of San Antonio, and uh, I never go to the big one, Audie Murphy. haven't been to it except once to see a psychiatrist, I think. But this small clinic, they do a fine job, and they, they treat you pretty good. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, You know, uh, they've had a lot of trouble with some of the medical facilities there uh, in Texas. But, uh, you know, I'm sure some of uh, the outpatient clinics uh, treat you right. And sounds like you've really gotten a good one. I go to one here in Oklahoma, and they treat me really nice. So... Uh, there in Benita, Oklahoma, and and even at Muskogee, uh, where the hospital is, they treat me pretty good. So, yeah. sound like well, we I both had got a, pretty lucky. Yeah, I had a fellow vet that uh, seemed to have a lot of difficulties at this clinic that I attend, and he said they won't do this, and they won't do that. I said, well, next time you go, I'll go with you, and I did. And he's an ex-Navy guy. He died last Friday, by the way, and I may have to cut the show short because his widow was calling on me from time to time when she has these anxiety and panic attacks about her husband of 50-some years not being there any longer. So bear with me if that happens. Anyway, I, he uh, went with him and was going to see if we could get him on oxygen this time. And the uh, first thing he said to the doctor when he walked through the door, the person that's going to analyze his oxygen level was, well, hit that dumb son of a bitch again. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that could be part of his problem he was having. Yeah, I said, but you got to treat people civilly. 
And if so you treat them nice and with respect, they're going to do everything in the world to help you. You can't come off like that. So he settled down a little, and we were successful. We got him on oxygen, and he needed to be on. So that's just something that anybody out there listening that may, may make a point to remember that Oh, you Quality of yeah. service you get from. Well, if you want to be treated right, then then you you uh, you have to be a little respect, you know, respectful to the people working with you. Yeah, you can't go out there with an attitude that I deserve this and I deserve that, even though perhaps you do. You can't go out there with that attitude that, you know, you're going to and uh, I'm not going to take any BS about it. you gotta, you got to know how to handle people correctly. Well, being polite and nice is is one way, and being persistent, uh, uh, you know, uh, let them know you're not going to go away, and and you know you're going to be humane towards them. Uh, my land, some I've seen the way some of these veterans talk to the medical staffs, and and. Uh, it's amazing. I mean, I'm surprised they don't have billy clubs to whop them upside the head. <laughs> it, it's unreal. And that's not the way to get taken care of, that's for sure. But we, uh, But so far they're treating you pretty good, aren't they? Uh-oh. What we do, lose you? You still out there, Robert? Well, it looks like we got a dead line here. I believe he drifted away. Uh-oh. That does make sense, though. If you're going to go to the VA, always remember that the BHA and the VBA are separate entities. The VBA is responsible for your claim. The VHA yes. is responsible for your body. Don't have any animosity that you have for the VBA, which a lot of veterans do. Do not, by any or any under any circumstances, uh, voice your displeasure to the, to, to the health care providers because it's a separate entity. Yeah. I see that happen oh. so much that. It makes me sick when I do that. Yeah. Here Hello? I believe we yeah. got him back. Yeah, Hello, Gail. Yeah. Huh? We, we can hear you now, Robert. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I went to my primary care doctor the other day, and uh, I've got a good one. And uh, I don't remember why I was in I think it's for my normal blood work every six or eight months, and I told him about some dermatology stuff that I needed to get an appointment with a dermatologist, and he said, what's wrong? And I said, well, I got some dry patches on my face and side of my nose that I think are precancerous. And he said, well, heck, I can burn them off. And I said, how long will it take? He said, about a minute, and up he come with this blowtorch or whatever it was. <laughs> and wham, bam, I was taken care of. Never had to go to the dermatologist. So, yeah, they treated me well. But I, I'm them always off. polite. I'm always friendly and polite. And I think that helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah it Look, does help. Be uh, polite and friendly and nice. Mm-hmm. And, a lot of young time uh, docs do that, you know, girl. Yeah, some do and some don't. Yeah, they yeah. got these younger guys. You know, they stick to one specialty. You know, I mean, it's uh, 
I hate to say that, but uh, for example, a proctologist, you know, you ask a clean question about the foot, he's going to call in a foot specialist, you know. You know what a proctologist is, don't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he wants to do a colonoscopy on you. <laughs> coal miner. He's a coal miner. <laughs> Shutting down, they're shutting down a lot of these local. That shame, but uh, you're the second person I've heard that from, Robert. Have you heard that, Gerald? Yes, I have. Uh, they've. Uh, mm. I know Oklahoma's shutting down a lot of their uh, um, walk-in clinics, outpatient clinics, they call them. And they're going to combine a, a lot of them there into Tulsa. I guess they're expanding their hospital staff there in Tulsa. And uh, they're going to pull in a lot of the outpatient clinics, uh, their patients, to Tulsa, is what I've heard. Now, I spoke to them down at Benita, and they, they said that, they didn't think that's going to affect them, but who knows? You, you don't know till they actually do something. Uh, uh, I imagine it would reduce the cost, but it's going to make uh, some uh, veterans travel further to get medical care, that's for sure that outpatient clinics normally can handle. And so it sounds like it may be doing that in Texas then, too. I've been dealing with the VA here the last few days and trying to help Sammy's widow get her pension. And I'll say that they've been pretty cooperative. Uh, now was he a hundred percent? No, he was he was paid at a hundred percent. He was sixty percent paid at a hundred percent. But it looks like she's going to get about seven hundred dollars a month. Oh, yeah. So they're not did going to give her DIC. Yeah, unless wait a minute now. Did he did he die from a service neck condition? Did he service neck heart disease or something like that? Yes. Okay. If he surfed next for his heart disease, and he was he was he was he a boots on the ground navy vet, or was he a blue water navy vet? No, I'm not sure about that. Okay. So if he was surfed next for his heart, and if the heart's listed on his death certificate as part of his cause of death, and she gets the full DIC ride, Gerald. No. Uh, oh, it, no, I'm afraid that. Death was listed that it doesn't connect it to his service disability, mm. so she can't get She's the hundred percent. She's going to rely on the pension then. And it had to do with how much income she's got, and the poor thing only has yeah. forty-two dollars a month Social Security. Woo! Well, she can draw his Social Security. She never, she never worked much in her life. No, she can try his though. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't have any. <laughs> oh, what would she have to do? The only choice she has is the widow's pension. I mean, you know, the seven or eight hundred dollars a month. I started to Social Security, and they're putting her on. It'll take. 90 days for the VA to maybe even get kicked in and so they're putting her on SSI because she has no income would she have and to pay SSI, that back she may have to pay that back won't she John SSI pay what back SSI there's a new there's, no it's um no but 
once VA kicks in, SSI stops. Yes. This is just to cover her. This is just to cover her until she gets VA. She will give you SSI for the first month of your, of your Social Security. They'll give you an SSI check at first, and then they make then they make you pay that back. The first Social Security, but it's different when you got a when it's a VA pension. Now they are letting her have the whole. They they are letting her have his check, which will come in the first of April. They're letting her have Mm -hmm. that, but she can't take it. It's got to come into the bank, and then they take it back, and that stops it, and they send her a check. He died on the fifteenth, but they'll pay him the whole. Mm, okay, uh, she needs to be worried about that too, because that, that, that sometimes they'll trick them. Yeah, they'll take it. And to my grandfather. That. Yeah. Boy, it sounds like Same she's going to have a rough road to go because that's not much money in this day and age, seven, eight hundred dollars mm. a month. Did he own his and, own property? Do you know? Did he own his own property, Robert? He's having phone trouble there. It must be a cell phone. Yeah, it's a cell phone, I think. Well, you remember that pension fiasco that's going on right now, too, about uh, if you get put in a nursing home and things like that and how they're taking property and stuff now. You remember that? I think I remember him telling me he he didn't uh, he was making payments on his automobile and he didn't he was paying rent he didn't own nothing. Well, he's so, in good shape. Then. Uh, perhaps she is. I don't know. But mm-hmm. still, seven or eight hundred dollars. It's hard to rent a place for that. It's hard to live on. It's hard to live on. It, it, it's hard to buy food for that. I don't see how it's going to make No, I don't see it either. How old is she, Robert? Them. Oh, where'd he go? I lost him. Up. Is he, yeah, he's, all, he's out of the queue. He oh, he dropped off. Yeah. Uh, but that's uh, Why? Well, yeah, I feel sorry for her. It looked like it would be an agency or something out there that could help her. Uh, you know yourself, that's not enough to live on. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. And he's Even done if you had your work. place paid for, it's not enough to live on because of the utilities and insurance and taxes. They're, you know. Uh, what would be her yeah. options? Uh, I can see she could possibly do to help herself is... I don't know that she could go into an assisted living. She may have to even go uh, into a nursing home. Yeah. Uh, need to find her uh, another 100% vet and hook up with them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That might be the only know, way. That's not, let's just say it happens like that. Well, it does, and that's a shame. Thank you know, you need to try to figure at a younger age, how, you know, something like that would happen. What can you do to help? So, I mean, there are certain things well, people can do at a younger cases, age, you know. Cases like this, so, John, wouldn't you, the VA ought to realize that seven or eight hundred dollars is is not enough to live on, even for one <clears> person. <throat> Although well, we have care. plenty of them out on the street, probably not even getting near yeah. that. They don't care. They'd rather see you in the cemetery system, son. Well, yeah, I know, but <laughs> What's, uh, what, they, what? What does the VA ask you every time they come? They, they, 
If you tell them your last name and your last four, they know you by your yeah. last four. Your number. Yeah, yeah. your number. Compassion is out the window until you get to the doctor or the nurse's jail. Yeah, mm-hmm. compassion is out the work window. And what's she going to do? Well, on Medicaid. Hope she's got uh, kids that can help out, too. Well, I don't know if they had uh, how many kids they had, but yeah. uh, sometimes they don't help much. Uh, sometimes they depend. don't. <laughs> uh, what a deal. Uh, you know what depend means? What, what? Depend. Depend is one E away from going off the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear that. And uh, unfortunately, too many veterans and their spouses end up this way. They either never had a a chance from the get go, or they didn't plan properly, or mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Whenever you get a dollar or two, you got to try to save something, just a little. Let a little to. bit of add up. And, uh, uh, but for him not to have any Social Security, and she only had, what, 40, 40 some dollars? That's she didn't much. have much, nothing paid in. Uh, well, so that's, that's a long time ago. That you know, she never worked. But I wonder if he's he must never worked either. Then I don't know what he did for a living. That's a good question. Uh, Robert never did say, but mm-hmm. uh, that's a that's a bad deal there for her. You got to do better than that in life. That's yep. a shame. It That's is. A, that is a sad story. And uh, even though they're they're paying him at was paying him at a hundred percent rate. Oh, that's how he was living uh, off the uh, VA. He was, uh, but he had nothing. You know? Was, was, you know, how many years? was he paying? Was he? Well, he had to be six percent in order to get the get the IU. Wow! Wonder what his service connected for. Wonder what his service connected for. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming PTSD, but uh, that's just that's an what assumption. I'm assuming too. Uh, A lot of people, the situation wound up in that area, you know. Well, yes, they do. Well, but if he got paid term percent rate for PTSD, that means he couldn't work. He wasn't allowed to. So, so the first thing it says on the schedule is, it first thing it says on the schedule is it it uh, precludes working. But if he was, a, but if he was a hundred percent, then she would have got her DIC regardless of what he died from. Yeah. What a mess. Well, I it's hate to see way. that. We had a discussion about this a couple of years ago when we were talking about DIC and talking about IU versus 100%, you know, and now, now and, you know, we we knew that if you're not 100%, then uh, you're not IU. Perfect, and yeah, this, this is, is a perfect example. example of such a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he more than likely could have went back and got... Uh, uh, from what it way it sounds, yeah. he could have been a hundred percent total scheduler instead of whatever he was. Uh, and she could have drawn her twelve hundred and fifty dollars a month plus for Social Security. She wouldn't need the pension. She had the free champ VA to go to me, you know, to, to help her out. Yeah, yeah. And now she's totally dependent. Yeah, she's totally dependent upon the uh, it pay her run down there to Mexico and come back as an illegal alien. 
<laughs> that, that trader better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Well, yeah. No, but uh, it's just, I'm a, you know, people, I'm a, if you're a well, younger I'm vet better. and you're married, you know, if you're a younger vet and you're married, you need to try to plan because you you got to take care of your wife and your kids, you know, later on in life the best you can, you know. So. Well, especially your wife on my land. Yeah. Um, yeah. What a mess. You know, and I'm sure there's there's others out there in the same predicament. Uh, uh, come on, veterans. Uh, uh, you know, where they give you that IU, I, I mean, it's a good thing in some <clears throat> cases, but in some cases it it could be detrimental. I mean, where he, he didn't pursue additional, he could, uh, you know, I don't know. Like I said, well, I don't I know. How long, I wonder how long he's had his IU and I wonder if his condition worsened in the old years, you know. Well, that's what I that's was thinking. It very well could have got worse and more. Yeah. Uh, his cause of death yeah. could be attributed to his service connection. Mm-hmm. And uh, and who's the doctor that wrote the report? Uh, uh, well, I like to know what his Navy. I like to know. You know, if he had PTSD, uh, can't a service connect your heart for PTSD? And all the stress it puts on one's heart. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of secondaries that come out that way. But you know, he had to file the claim. He filed the claim. Got well, the yeah. Okay. If he didn't no, file the I mean, claim, then uh, he wouldn't have. Uh, of course, if you don't file the claim, they're not going to voluntarily give you to you. Well, let's put it this way: if you got issues with the heart of your lungs, and you're pretty much you're, you're a lot younger person, you know, and you get those service connected, that covers you later in life. Because what's the last thing to go? Well, you usually you your heart. Lungs. Yeah, your lungs. So. Well, they work hand in hand, buddy. Yeah, yeah. You know that for a fact. If you have heart trouble, you're going to have lung trouble and vice versa. So, you got to do everything you can. The trouble is people wait too late to start seeking medical help. you know, help. Uh, my lands, I was in my 50s. And I was having trouble for many years. And I just thought, you nothing of it. It just gradually comes up on you and you, you get to where you can't do nothing. <laughs> when, it gets, when, it gets his, when it gets his hands around your neck, you know you've had it. <laughs> you're you're uh-huh. sure right. Yeah, yeah, you bad. Yeah, uh, you bad. I mean, you've been fighting it for how many years now? Oh God, I've been fighting the VA since 2002, but I had mm-hmm. my ailments long before that. Well, I've been fighting since 1993. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh, Ever since I started going to a doctor, they uh, put me on inhalers, Uh but didn't seem to help much. Uh, No, they don't help too much. Butyrol helps out a little bit. Yeah. It does relax. It uh, it does. Yeah, it does help, I must say. But but you know, this stuff also makes your bones brittle and stuff too, don't it? Oh, my land, yes. Yep. My bones look like Swiss cheese. <laughs> well, yeah. You, you get can... your claim, need, you need You need to file that broken hip as a secondary. Yeah, uh, because yeah. it was caused, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. You got, yeah, you sort of brittle. Brittle bones. 
They x-rayed mm-hmm. my hands, uh, and I got bones broken in my hands. And mm-hmm. and uh, they thought it was pretty weird, but, you know, mm-hmm. when you're working through life, uh, you use your hands a lot. <laughs> so it's easy. You can break them up. I talked to an Air Force vet yesterday in the store, and he was uh, he was stationed in Alaska. He was at Elmville at Richardson. Oh yeah. And he was there. He was there in the late sixties, early seventies. Uh, oh. So I had a buddy stationed up there at Fort Greeley. He said, "Oh," he said, "He said they had a lot of bad stuff happened at Fort Greeley in the sixties." <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, and it surprises me that they're building the Star Wars uh, missile sites there. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess they have their own reasons why they're doing it, but it's such a contaminated um, place. Yeah, but the closest. You know, you figure, what, what's just to the north and west a little bit of Fort Greeley? Well, it's, uh, uh-huh. yeah, uh, you're Uncle getting Sam's up there towards the Russian territory. <laughs> 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 yeah, Russia's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're there. Yeah, that's Ooh, why they're delivery. there. Quick delivery, yeah. Yeah, and, uh. Let's hope they never ever have to be used. They say you sit Fort Greeley and you holler to the north, they'll answer back at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was up there you seen their lights in the skies all the time. I guess it was their lights running around all over really? the skies. They got funny looking lights. Yeah, if I were, are you sure that one of you up on the station person? Well, I don't know what they were. <laughs> well, was it was it coming in at a thousand miles an hour, stop out of dime, change well, direction, and go that direction, and left half a second? That had that could be human because they was if they was a human, yeah, it'd be flat. <laughs> yeah, they was running around the skies like snakes. Ah, uh, boy, yeah. that's something. <laughs> Where's my yeah. Where's my box hole? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they shadow you. Know, yeah, Russians good for that. Especially back in the cold, they really good for that Well, I know we was always mm. on guard because they just knew that any day the Russians be coming over the hill or across the ice. Yeah. <clears throat> mhm. Well, yeah. they ain't made it yet. They still underway. Well. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough country. I wouldn't advise anyone moving up there. Well, and gold miners like it up there. Well, especially running yeah, yeah, and get some gold. Some of them do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like watching the gold miners. Up there, some of them made some money, but look. I we had the hubcaps off an old 48 Chevy we had. We'd all chipped in bought a bunch of us. And we tried to pan for gold mm-hmm. with it. I think all we got was a bunch I, of rocks. <laughs> well, you got to dig out, dig deep. I mean, you probably gone down, you have to get down to bedrock to get the gold up there. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, you might get lucky find a little bit. Most of it's down ten, twelve feet deep, but then you got to get that permafrost, get through that, and then get down there. Oh man, that for a pick and shovel, I don't get it. Or uh, entrenching tools, that's what we used. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. quite get it. Well, you have to. What you do is take a bunch of wood and line it up, and set up, burn it, let it get good and hot, put them up at permafrost below it. Yeah. Just keep doing that till you get down. Requisition <laughs> uh, a D ten dozer and a and a track hole. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Tell me to do some base repairs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they wanted me to drive any of their back dozers. That is the to right. post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> construction, not destruction, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> they had to rebuild anyways after the earthquake, didn't they? Uh, Any damage done in the earthquake? Well, yeah, well, you know, in. there at Fort Wainwright, it didn't tear it up too bad. I mean, you know, probably a few cracks in the walls. But uh, <clears> now <throat> down the Anchorage, it, it did a lot it of It messed up, Jeff. Yeah, it it destroyed the streets and everything downtown. Yeah, and then there at Valdez, where that uh, Tsami come in, it wiped the whole town out, so... It was yeah, pretty rough. The tsunamis are... We sent a bunch of guys up there. I wasn't one of them that uh, uh, went to Valdez, uh, but they they sent several truck truckloads of uh, soldiers up there to help out. Uh, but you know, when they come back, they said there wasn't much at all. <laughs> a few splinters of wood, and that's about it. So, yeah, that was a bad one. Don't want no one. That's the strongest one that ever hit the U.S. Nine points. Nine point five or something. I don't remember now. But it was bad enough when it was shaking you had to sit down because you couldn't stand up. And uh, when I was uh, I, I was looking all around me for that ground to open up. You know, whenever you think earthquake, you keep thinking the ground's going to open up and swallow you. If it had, of, I don't know what you could have done about it because you couldn't have moved anywhere. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, it liquefies the soil, but if it, that's usually more sandy areas if it does that. You know, if you got some bedrock yeah. under you, you should be okay. It'll crack, but it won't do that. Well, you know, I have to say, John, I think that permafrost actually kept the damage down. Uh, it could have been a whole lot worse had it not been for the permafrost. Uh, because that's pretty thick, and uh, even though down in Anchorage uh, they had buildings, I guess would drop a whole story down, but uh, still, up where we was at there at Fairbanks, uh, I think the permafrost kept the damage down, and and of course found that about these was. The most probably damage act, probably there. Probably as a buffer, yeah. Probably yeah. Probably as a buffer. Uh, well, it, you know, it I, it bonds together. That permafrost is tough stuff. Uh, yeah. So it, don't it, uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would. So it's up there. I think it tears them. I think it tears them. They yeah. Boy, they had a heck of a time building that highway up there. I know that. But to build it, yeah. it's a rough road. Did you ever road. drive back from Alaska? No, I didn't. Did you ever drive I, back? Uh, I drive from Fort Wainwright down to uh, Fort Greeley a lot. And went up north there a little ways, uh, north of uh, Fairbanks. That's where we would go up and for gold, some of them old mining communities that were no longer in, in existence. But uh, no, I never did. I know people that did, and they would tell me all the vehicles they'd see alongside the road front ends tore out of their cars. <laughs> More cars just 
it was, well, you know, it had potholes like you wouldn't believe. And uh, they'd end up having a hitchhike. Get them mooses and elk and stuff up there, and you run over top of the head and get them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had lots of mooses and bears and uh, elk. It's uh, it all. But still, not for me, maybe a younger person. So, but anyway, we we do have some new things going on with the BA, John. Um, I'd like to see them come out and give everybody a 10% raise in the BA. And the and the military, but they haven't done that yet. We did get I a little raise. Oh, twenty five. That's pretty good. I want twenty five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, next year we'll get it uh, mm-hmm. after the election. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I think twenty five percent. Yeah. Yeah. That would sure be helpful. We, we're not greedy, we're just needy. <laughs> I'll pass my hat around any day. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, we're still, this ramp thing that they've done away with, uh, we need to remind everybody that when you get up to that level, uh, I, I guess you have two ways to go. Uh, you can take the higher review routing, which I guess if you do that, you don't get to submit new evidence. Uh, and uh, sure, do, you, do you know why the ramp program came into existence? Why it didn't make it? Why well, it came into existence now it's been phased out. Well, it was just Why? to change the names and generate a new procedure. Uh, and that's what well, they you done. Remember, you remember back when the VA was ordered basically to get the backlog reduced and have a certain amount of time to do it in? Well, sure. And they... They, did they just moved off the claims. Off they to get the claim system squared away and to get rid of that backlog. So what they do? They, they move the claims all, all into appeals. They don't overload the system. So then, yeah, that was the birth child of the rent program. Yes, it was. Yeah, so it's mass denial is what it was. And. uh I don't know where it's going to end. Uh, mm, to me, they don't seem serious about uh, cutting back on the backlog. Uh, I just don't see it. There's nothing indicating it. Uh, the backlog is too extensive. We have veterans, um, yep. you know, current veterans coming back from... Uh, the Middle East now, there, a lot of them are filing claims, so that's adding into it. Now, are they handling those claims differently? Or are they putting them ahead of the older claims, or are they putting them in? Oh. Are they having to uh, come in and wait their turn? It doesn't matter if you're supposed to have head of line privileges or not. You know, of course, all the BVA decisions and court decisions stay at the bottom of the sheet. But it, your claim is going to be afforded expeditious treatment. Your first, what, BVA decision was, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. That's 3,650 yeah. days worth of expeditious treatment, but <laughs> That's what I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. 
Then I've had two more since then. Mm-hmm. They, they just keep expediting me. But I tell you, I think they're looking in the wrong direction. They keep, I don't know what they're doing. It's not going forward. It's, well, they done sold your claim to somebody else, and they sold it now. <laughs> uh, you know, I you called the VA today. I did call them and talk to them uh, because the last lady I spoke to there at the VA, or guy was one of them, said, now, uh, your claim now has an owner. And I said, what? What are you talking about, an owner? Do people buy these claims or what? And uh, she said, oh, that's just what we we call them. So I thought, well, I just can't accept that answer. So that was two days ago. And so today I called back, and I got a lady today, and they explained to her my concern. I said, What's going on with my claim? The last person I spoke with said that my claim now has an owner. And she just cracked up. She said, well, that is kind of talking between us people. Uh, She said, actually, what that means is that uh, we have a... Uh, investigator or someone, uh, individual has taken your claim and they are uh, uh, working with it uh, to try and find out what the problem seems to be. And uh, they were. <laughs> I said, but they've been doing that since 2002. And she said, well, sure. it is a long time. Uh, and you have, a, have you got a set of hip waiters in the house? <laughs> I must have. I better get some. I was going to buy some, some, but I put, I put them on. <laughs> Cutting them off, no. <laughs> it wasn't done me no good about the middle of the flood. You need to get uh, yourself but... so the next time you call them, you're probably going to need it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, that's Louise what she said. Uh, we Louise we might, have might a. Take you outside. We have the uh, individual that's investigating your claim and. Uh, seeing what the status of it is and this and that, and they're going to get back to you. Yep. Well, <laughs> about the third or fourth time I've heard that here recently. Mm-hmm. So, and folks, don't get, don't don't be alarmed. The VA has their issues. I mean, they're good in most areas. Sometimes they have issues, but you know, I mean, these agencies are all the same. Social Security is the same way. The same thing, you know. They just have. Yeah, you're having. Yeah. Uh, aren't you having trouble with Social Security? Yeah, they say I owe a bunch of money. Oh. Yeah. Oh my lands, they'll be pulling that out of your check. Well, yeah, better Can not they be. Do that? That's, uh, that'll be harm in the tort tort claim to do that. Oh man! So this is their issue, their mistake, not mine. It seems like no end to this stuff. No, it's not. Long the whole, just if you got Medicare, don't give up or get downhearted. Uh, just sometimes mm-hmm. you you have some bad luck and. A lot of it depends on who gets a hold of your claim or appeal. Mm-hmm. If, you know, uh, a, a lot of those people are really good people. If 
But sometimes things get so messed up down the line, coming up, you know, coming up through the ranks there. By the time it gets to them, they're just scratching their head and wondering what they're going to do with this mess. <laughs> I'm sure that's the case. And uh, Social Security, a lot of that same way. I don't know. Uh, sound like you got a real mess with your Social Security, though. They want you to pay them money. That ain't never good. Yeah, we had to get through, do some paperwork, and uh, but it was it's in their hands now. So we'll see what they say. We'll give them a few days to uh, see if they do see the error of their ways and where they made the accounting error at. We know where they made it at. We showed them where they made it at, but they wouldn't look at our information, you know. Yeah. So we'll see. But I've already been in contact with a couple of people with law degrees, and they're ready to jump on board at my next phone call. Well, let's hope it don't come to that, John. I've already got the SF-95 filled out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's hope they come to their senses and do the right thing. Uh, you know, sometimes, by golly, they get one deal on their head, and and uh, you can't get it out. Uh, it's unreal. It is unreal. And, of course, as lay people, you know, we're... And they're always changing the law. We can't keep up with all these changes. And uh, change one one form. Uh, they add a dot or a dash in another form, same number. But it, if you fill out the wrong form, you ain't going nowhere. We run into that a while back with VA on it's, some forms. Yeah, that's all called algorithms. You know what that? You know what that is? <laughs> algorithms. Well, Face, Facebook everybody uses algorithms. So I guess the government does too. <clears throat> There's even one for uh, for global warming. It's called an algorithm. Algorithm. <laughs> 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 well. I've seen where they've shut down all the gas drilling uh, there in Wyoming because of all water. these uh, gas uh, well drillings up there in Wyoming. Oh, so are, next to Indian Reservation thing? Uh, well, this is in, in Wyoming there where they talk the whole state, the BLMs. Mm-hmm. Some judge up there said because of the green... The new green thing, which ain't, I don't know. There's no such thing as a new green deal just yet. Well, no, but he's, uh, the judge ruled in their favor because they was up there fighting the gas drilling. President Trump had opened uh, the gas fields up there, which would help lower the cost of your natural gas for your homes. And... Uh, some judge up there shut it down. So now them are setting. Uh, He's sending the National Guard up there and open it back up. And they got Buku's natural gas up there. What are they waiting on? Mm-hmm. They need to I'm, well, get it waiting out on here the big to the they're waiting on the big boys, the big boys Supreme Court to go ahead and rule against that judge like they like they do left and right. Well, I know, but look how much there. time is lost. Uh, yeah, well, it can be expedited. <laughs> I hear that word. I just want to go hide my head in the corners. <laughs> really? Yeah. Your claim is being expedited. <laughs> it'll, all, it'll all come to a head next year. Well, we'll see. But uh, it'll all come to a head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it will. Uh, Are they gonna flip a coin, heads or tails? 
Uh, but uh, so there's a lot going on, and there's a lot within the VA going on. Uh, all of uh, you veterans out there, if you don't prescribe to the uh, uh, VA.gov to their letterhead, to their letters and updates and everything else, you really should. It it does help you. Uh, keep involved. Uh, like they have new, oh, I was reading where they have a new PTSD uh, medicine or medicine for uh, depression that you can spray up your nostril. Uh, and But you have to go to a VA medical facility they spray it in your nose, and then I, I guess you have to sit there for two hours so they can observe you. I'm sure that's going to go over really well with all the veterans with uh, <laughs> depression. Uh, and, uh, well, every time they do it, they have to go... Have them do that. They won't. None of them be able to do it at home. It'll have to be done at a VA medical facility, and then they have they to sit for my, two hours. They told one of my claims folks that they they, they had cured his tuberculosis. That's doing something right there, buddy. Huh. So don't don't put too much emphasis on these little quick. Quick fixes. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's got to be proven up, and it takes time to prove this stuff up. Maybe it turned out it to be wonderful, and maybe, who knows, it might be, become a disaster. Uh, uh, I'm scared of this new stuff. Uh, I've been tested on enough. <laughs> I don't care much for yeah. the testing. Yeah, you're a guinea pig just like I am. Yeah. Guinea pigs. Uh, so. Even even in the Pacific Ocean, if you're in that area, you'd be a new guinea pig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we don't matter. I mean, it's, they're going to do what they're going to do, and there's really nothing we can do about it. <clears throat> no, well, uh, we can try to stay on top of all their game plans and. Mm-hmm. Some of them may work out. I mean, I'm not going to uh, badmouth them all, but uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, if no venture, no gain. Uh, so mm-hmm. they got to try something. Trouble is, they, they messed a bunch of people up when they. Uh, Make a mistake. There's a lot of stuff people suffer for it, and then they don't VA really don't want to pay pay the consequences. The way, it? it happens. It happens. Yeah. yeah. It happens. I mean, look look back in the sixties and seventies, boy, you got PTSD and had an issue. They looked at you, oh, you got a personality disorder, and they they booted you out of service because of personality disorder, and you had yeah. probably had a strong way of case PTSD. Well, there was a lot of poor veterans got kicked out over that. And even vet- yeah. veterans with uh, traumatic brain injuries. My lands, they kicked a bunch of them out all over uh, personality disorders. And, yeah, and, uh, there's, and I don't know if they got that mess squared, squared away mm-hmm. yet or not. And that's, well, that's horrible. They knew better. <laughs> They knew a lot better. They'll get it fixed one of these days. We'll probably won't be around to see it, but they'll still get it fixed. <laughs> well, yeah, but my land, you'd like to live long enough to see it fixed. Yeah, me too. Uh, Buddy, you guess, what, guess what we just did? Well, we just did a show. We got a I show think. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, we're 
apologize. Elizabeth Turner, attorney at law, was uh, supposed to be our guest speaker tonight, and unfortunately she was prepping for a murder trial. Uh, And uh, so uh, we understand that and wish her well and hope she wins her case uh, if she deserves to. And uh, I think we're out. We're out of time, John. Yo, buddy, it's been it's been good. I appreciate you having me on and talking to me. <laughs> well, <laughs> and we thank Mister Watkins for being on. Uh, yeah. He gave us a little insight. Yeah, he has a bad phone line. Yeah, something's going on there. Yeah, yeah he kept breaking up on us. Really, like Sherman, okay. hoping he'll climb that tree. <laughs> yeah, old Sherman. I need call Sherman. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week, folks. Okay. Have a good one, John. Thank All you, right. ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. You've been listening to the Hadit dot com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Hadit dot com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Hadit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Basher Show. <laughs>